1: Okay, company structure, whose question was that? Mine. Okay, any particular thing or just... Well, well it's just one that we've done a little
0: bit already, but just to go over the holding companies and how to structure it.
1: Moment, I've just set up a new company and I just need to know, just want to be clear on what else I need to set up. And okay, be working. How, how many more minutes can I take up, uh, Dan? How long do you need? Ten past three, maximum quarter past three. Okay, so here you have your holding company, yeah, and you have SPV. One, two, three. So the option is Bernie, isn't it? Yes. So the option you have, Bernie, is you can buy property in this company here and not use a holding company, or you can you can have a holding company which owns 100% of the shares in SPV1 and then buy property or the other option you have is let's say you have a JV partner Bernie and then you own 50% just to keep the numbers easy and they own 50% so looking at my, at my earlier example of the Boston deal with the 21 flats I, my holding company owned 50% of the shares the other chap owned the other 50% of the shares directly or he or she could have a holding company over here, so your holding company owns 50%, their holding company owns 50%. Yeah, that's the starting position. You had a question on trading and investment, so yeah. we're gonna link it in here. What was the question, Donna? So,
0: trading or investing, is that the holding company that we're deciding on, or the SP?
1: No, because in this particular scenario, the holding company does nothing apart from hold shares in your company. This okay. shell usually doesn't, have, doesn't to. have no doesn't have to be, but for our purposes, we always keep it a shell.
0: So you could have a holding company that has trading, has investing, SPVs underneath,
1: etc. Et yeah, but that could be a bad idea. Why? Okay, I'll come to that. So, Bernie, yep. you've done your first deal in this particular company here, and your intention was always to sell, and you've made some profit. How much profit have you made? 200. Hafiz says 500 grand. So we're going with 500 grand. <laughs> Good number, by the way, of fees, Yeah, you made five hundred grand profit. Okay, so if you if you didn't have a holding company, and you just you just had this company here, and you've made five hundred grand, if you now wanted to close the company down for some reason, because you want to work on another project, but you want to use a separate company, the problem you've got is you can if you take the money out of this company personally, and then move it here, you've got to pay income tax on the five hundred grand which you're not happy with because then you'll have less than 500 grand left over. Your other option is you keep the 500 grand in here and then transfer it as a loan to company two and then you can charge interest. You're not happy about that either because now you've got SPV1 sat there okay, doing nothing and you're paying accountancy fees okay.
0: Which are how much? Two thousand. 2000.
1: 2000. We we never ask that question, do we, Steve? No, no, No. Never that question. Thousands. <laughs> two
0: grand, right.
1: It's a no-brainer. The two grand plus fat. How's that? Happy with that? Ten <laughs> percent of your profit. How's that, Donna? No? Okay, more higher? Okay. So, so you're not happy with that either? that's one of the benefits of having a holding company because once you've got 500 grand in here bernie what you can do is transfer the 500 grand let's say you don't have anybody else here and you own 100 percent. you transfer the 500 grand up into your holding company close this company down and move the 500 grand into this company this company or any other company so you've not lost any money in income tax mm. That's just, that's just one benefit, by the way. Is said a dividend? There are the, this is a tax-free dividend, that's right. Because it's part of the holding company structure. Yeah, that's can right.
0: You, can that 500 grand sit in the holding company when yes. you need it? Yes. Do you have to close this PV1 after
1: you transfer? No, you don't, but that, there's no point in keeping it. Because it yeah. costs of, uh, yeah. keeping it up. Yeah, there's no point. Your good name is? I'm Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hey. Hi, Debbie. If you've got another business
0: completely separate to property, is that what tend to be the holding company, or is that just completely separate? No.
1: Property? My advice is, the holding company shouldn't do anything whatsoever, because part. And this is another benefit, Bernie. Is if something were to go wrong, let's say in SPV two, and let's say you you're working with a contractor, they've gone bust because some of the main contract has gone bust and and then the whole deal goes horribly wrong and you've got to liquidate this company here, yeah? You can liquidate it, and as long as you haven't given any cross guarantees, this closes, this can carry on, that can carry on, everything else can carry on. Yeah? I'll come to you in a minute, John. Everything can carry on, yeah? If something were to go horribly wrong in this particular deal, yeah? And you're saying, we now need to liquidate this company, wind it up, but you okay. said something like, if you didn't have, give a guarantee. Or well, if you give given cross guarantee, uh, if, if this company's given a hundred thousand pound guarantee for a loan you took in here, and then this company's given a two hundred grand guarantee for, for a loan you took in here, then even though you're going to liquidate this company here, you you still owe a hundred grand from to the bank from this company, you owe two hundred grand to the bank from that company. It probably isn't worth you liquidating because you're still paying out the bank anyhow. Usually, when people liquidate something goes horribly wrong, they can't afford to pay the people they owe money to usually suppliers and contractors and the bank and they liquidate, yeah? if as long as there aren't cross guarantees you liquidate here these companies can can carry on trading, you're okay if the holding company is also a trading company and is doing deals if the trading company goes bust all these companies then are liable to pay, pay the debts in simple terms because this company has control over all these companies here, so they are responsible for it. But if this company goes bust, these companies have no connection, apart from the fact that because they've got uh, a holding company uh, as part of the group. that makes sense? Yeah. So, it has no other purpose. Yeah, don't use it for any other purpose. It's my view. If you ask 18 accountants or 20 accountants, they might give you 20 different opinions, by the way. Yeah. That's just my personal view. John.
0: Simple question, does the holding company have to have a bank account?
1: Yes, if you're going to transfer money up and down into it. But if you're not, if you're not transferring money, no, doesn't have to have an account. Okay. Yeah. But we'll, we need to have an account for each, for the whole. Yeah, you need, you need to have an account for these ones here. And each SPB. Yes, different bank accounts, that's right. Would, the, would they be linked to the bank? No, they'd just be... Complex. You can use the same bank then it's linked if you're using any internet banking, so yeah. you can see all the companies in one go, but for other purposes, no, you can have different bank accounts with different companies. So for my companies, I've got bank accounts with different banks, HSBC, Barclays, uh, Lloyds, the whole lot in fact. So it's yeah. number two- but I'll come to you for a second, please, yes, sir. I was just gonna say, you say that the that account,
0: Mark Barrett, who I use, says it, exactly the same thing, and I just wanted to share with everyone, because I've been quite hopeful I the company a couple of years ago. Yeah. Lost everything. And now I've put it out like this, and we've even got the pre-surgery business with another company that holds all of the assets. Yeah. So then, if the shit hits a fan again, that will go away. So it's all about
1: protecting all the assets. From there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. New, yeah. giving.
0: Personal guarantees. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. Because a company is a separate legal entity. Therefore, if if it goes bust, you're not personally liable. As long as you haven't given any personal guarantees. But try getting a loan without giving a personal guarantee. Mm-hmm. Good luck. And then also, <clears throat> what about when, if, if I keep all of the developments on, and then I've got money coming in on on that? What yeah, that's Dana's question, which we'll we talk in a second. Okay. Hafiz? So if there's
0: no connection, financial connection between one, two, and
1: three? There's no cross-guarantees, yeah. Yeah,
0: no cross-lending or anything like that.
1: Number two, you decide to, to cut <coughs> down, yeah?
0: Uh, let's say it had 50k debt
1: or something, and like you liquidated or whatever. Does the debt not go up to the holding company
0: at all? No. No? No. The debt always goes down. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah? Bye. So if this, if you've got another
1: company down here... I'm not supposed to do that just for No, it was just, it was just, an, it was just an example. Uh, if this company goes down, then this company becomes liable, responsible because because the shares of this company here are an asset for this company here, yeah. yeah? So so this company would be in trouble because of this, yeah. One final question. Go God, then John, and then we'll come to you, and then down okay,
0: A lot of tradesmen, builders, plasterers, ground workers, all the rest of it, regularly go bankrupt. Okay. Has the government?
1: Shall we that rephrase that and say some?
0: <laughs> Some go bankrupt. Some of this is because the lads who are digging holes or doors or whatever are experts on running businesses or companies and it's the easiest option. They go bankrupt, they open next month, with different name, different company. Has the
1: government put anything in place to curb this? Yes, CIS, CIS, construction <coughs> industry scheme, where basically if you have, if you pay. A subcontractor, you have to hold back 30% as tax on their behalf if they aren't CIS registered. If they are CIS registered, you hold back 20% tax for them and pay to HMRC. If they are CIS registered and they are, they've been on good behavior, then they could be on gross payments and that's when you pay them 100%. That's how HMRC or the government have got around that.
0: I was more thinking in terms of protecting merchants and suppliers. Yeah. Because a lot of these people have gone bust, they knew they were going to go bust on that day, they were off an ordered 20 more the day before. Yeah. Have they
1: don't, done
0: anything to stop <laughs> No. No. Because i would be lovely to claim if someone would be damaged from my video. Yeah. That, that working that you said is very similar to what the government tried to do with IR35, the contract employed the contract with holding back
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And they've made it even more tougher now. Yeah. Um, would you advise it's more tax-efficient to pay yourself from the holding company... No. ...rather than the SPVs? No, pay yourself from the SPVs. Because generally speaking, you'll be doing deals as you become more sophisticated with different people. So your first deal might be with... Hafiz. Uh, and then Dan. <laughs> okay. Then Mahmood. Then Bernie and then you'll be charging them different rates depending on the work you're doing for them, for that particular SPV, because you might be spending 50% of your time in SPV1, therefore you charge 50% of your services to SPV1, 30% here, 20% here. So the holding company belongs to you. This should not be paying you any money because you're doing work for the different companies, yeah? But even in the example where you said, let's say, SPV1 done the finish and grand. Yeah. And then you put that back into the
0: holding company. Yeah and say you wanted to take that as a dividend
1: then you can do yeah because that's your money yeah Yeah. that's right yeah Yeah. that's right
0: in fact i had a question right about that so what do you do with that say spv1 no longer exists you've transferred it into a company what do you do with it next how do you take it anywhere
1: so so you you can then use this to buy property which we don't want to do or you can take all the money out and As as a dividend which okay what, oh, okay it depends on uh, how much you're earning first first two thousand pounds tax-free if you're using up your personal allowance of twelve and a half thousand elsewhere then you're paying seven and a half percent up to fifty thousand pounds once you go over fifty thousand pounds you're paying thirty two and a half percent up to 150 thousand pounds but once you go over a hundred thousand you lose your personal allowance so for every two pounds you earn that's you, yeah so. that's right yeah and then once you go over 150 grand, you're paying, I think it's 38.11%. So it can be reasonably significant. Or? Or, or you can buy property here, or you can start, if you got 500 grand, you can start lending it to people like me and Dan and we'll pay you interest.
0: And
1: the holding.
0: Yeah.
1: Or or or, right now and or, or, or you can be even smarter and then do, use that money and do more deals.
0: So, so I would create another SPV, transfer that money there.
1: Some of it. How much Some you need? Yeah. And then do to the deal. That's right. We'll come to the second, Bernie.
0: Uh, isn't it better to pay yourself first when once closing down SP one because the deal is done? So, don't you want to pay yourself
1: first before sending the remainder up to the. So, company? no, no. So this is five hundred grand after all costs. So, so if you were being paid, I've already so been paid. yeah, you've already been paid. This is okay. five hundred grand okay. profit. Yeah. yeah.
0: But why would you pay yourself out of the holding company? You've already been paid.
1: I think it was just a question from John or somebody else. Yeah, saying if you want to take a, a, a dividend, yeah, 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 you can't take a, a dividend from here because you don't own the shares. The shares here are owned by this company here. So if you want to take a dividend, it's going to have to be from here. Here you take a salary or a bonus, yeah, for for doing the work. That's as income. That's Thank you, Bernie. I was just thinking,
0: are there specific sick codes?
1: for the holding company. Yep, yep, I, I can't remember the number now. I think it's 68200, but I could be wrong. But it's just gonna be the same ones that we would use to set up an SPV. That's what no, 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 the, the, the SIC code for a holding company is specific to it being a holding company. Right. I don't remember the exact code. I think it's 68200, but I could be wrong easy to find if you you, you just type in SIC code for holding company it's going to come up I'll cover your bit very quickly and then we're finished so if if you have trading status you have certain tax benefits that uh, you can uh, claim like capital allowances like entrepreneur's relief entrepreneur's relief to keep it really simple uh, if you sell a business the first million pounds is taxable at 10% there onwards, you pay 20% tax for, for capital gains tax purposes. However, if 20% of your group okay, links with investment, and, and that 20% is 20% of your turnover, 20% of your profit, 20% of the value of the assets, or 20% of the time you spend in that company, if you breach the 20% rule, so, so more than 20% of those four things I've shared with you, it's not those four. there's a few of those, but let's just say those four. If 20% or more, okay, the rule is breached for those four, you lose trading status, which means you can't claim entrepreneur's relief and quite a few the tax reliefs. Yeah, so, so, so for your purposes, Donna, if you're gonna hold property, keep that in a separate company somewhere over there. Don't mix it up.
0: So are we talking two different holding companies
1: one you I could one you trading. could you could have two different holding companies if you're buying and holding property with different partners or investors so sometimes people have two holding companies one is for their trading one is for their investment but for their investment properties they've got different SPVs because they've got different partners but most people not everybody most people generally when they buy property to hold on to It's either between husband and wife or civil partners or in their own name. Generally, they don't have other investors who have buy class with them. I'm saying 80% of the time.
0: So essentially, whatever property you're working on, you should know what you want to do with it, basically forever, and set up
1: the- From day one, that's right, yeah. And if you change your mind, there are diff- different connotations which I can't cover to say because Dan's going to kill me. I usually finish in 45 minutes, but because we've got Hafiz here, it takes us an extra half an hour. But, question but, question. But when could, you said group, what do you, what's- That's, that's a group. The trading, the trading com- the holding company- We talks to the SPVs. Is a, a group. That's a group mm-hmm. for tax purposes. Thank you. Yeah. My last question. <laughs> Go on then.
0: So uh, you mentioned about having, separate holding companies for assets and one for trading. I was always of the opinion that, you have a holding company and you could have asset trading, asset trading companies. You like can that. do,
1: yeah. but then you won't be, if you breach the 20% rule, you won't be treated as a trading group and you'll lose certain tax reliefs. Right. Like entrepreneurs relief, investors relief, there are other reliefs available yeah. as well. 20% yeah. is asset, basically. Is that, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 So if you are, if your
1: asset's gonna be more than 20%, is it, is it the income or is it of that? Turnover, yeah. profit, value of, of the assets in that c- company, time spent are the four main ones. There's a couple others which escaped my mind. Okay,
0: so if you think you're going to breach any of those, set up another holding
1: company. You are, my friend, because if you're holding on to properties, yeah. holding onto property, very quickly the value of those assets is going to exceed the, the, the 20% of the entire group. Yeah. Yeah, right. easily done. Yeah. Okay? Go on then, Donna. Sorry, Dan. I'm...
0: Okay, um, about personal guarantees. So if I have all of the assets in the holding company, or in the SPVs, the personal guarantee refers, does not refer to that. So when they come after the personal guarantees, those are outside of holding company. Yeah, if
1: you give a personal guarantee, then you give them a the guarantee. Maybe, but it, not my company. No company. But if you're borrowing money from a bank, and they know that you've got this particular structure here, they could sometimes have a floating charge or a or, or, uh, debenture over some of the other companies.
0: If you
1: give it to them. Sometimes you don't have a choice because they'll say, if you want the money from us, you've got to do this. Is
0: that everyone or?
1: It depends on the, on, on the situation and how comfortable the bank are with you, the risk, how much money you're borrowing, how much experience you've got, what kind of rate of interest you're paying. The higher the rate of interest, the less likely they'll ask for that because they're charging a higher, a higher rate of interest because they're taking a higher risk. But if you you want the cheapest or the lowest rate of interest, they're going to have a a higher threshold for the number of things you need to supply to them.
0: With investors, either security or... To reduce risk. Okay. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages, Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shad at aa accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth
1: by mastering money.